Welcome to Log Life Podcast. My name is Adam. My name is Sherry. Sherry Beth, what episode is this? 105. Episode 105, and it's our last episode of 2023. Yeah. Um, and we thought the way we would end this year is by looking back. Not necessarily looking forward to 2024. We decided we're not going to do resolutions this year. We'll talk a little bit about that in, that in this episode. Yeah. But we also think it's healthy just to kind of glance back at the year and ask the question, what are the lessons that we learned this year? Yeah, which I does I do I does think I, I does think <laughs> I do think kind of transfers into the following year. Like, what are the things that you learned from the previous year that you want to carry with you into the next? Well, and honestly, that what I love about what you just said is that when I think about twenty twenty four, I don't think about resolutions. I think about the things we're going to talk about in this episode. I want them to be more true next year. Yep, I agree with that. You know, it's like it's like these are the seeds that were planted this year that I just want to keep growing next year. Yeah. So we're going to jump into it. And we don't have a ton of them, but there's a few of them that we've just been discussing, things that we've kind of learned and things that were taken away. Uh, Sherry Beth, what's the first one for you? Um, so we did make a list because I'm really bad about like <laughs> just coming up with things off the top of my head. Sherry needs things written down. I do. Um, so the first thing that I kind of thought about was um, kind of this journey that I've been on, I think, um, mostly since like 2021. But I feel like I really uh, pressed into it more this year. Um, And that's just becoming who I am and who I was meant and made to be. Uh Um, Figuring out what that is and what that looks like. And, and I, I still, you know, I, I don't think it's ever like a Okay, I'm it. Yeah, you've like, never arrived. Here. Um, <laughs> yep. you know, I think that it's it's a constant journey, but I think that I'm closer now to who I was meant to be um, than I was a year ago or two years ago or 10 years ago or whatever. In what ways have you learned that lesson this year? Like, how has that looked this year specifically? Um, oh, see, we didn't write this one down. Nope. <laughs> um, oof. Um, I, I think... Oof. we'll touch on this a little bit later but i think that um my job my new my new job that i got this year has been a big thing for me i think that i'm kind of realizing the way that my brain works and and the things that i'm really good at um as opposed to and, and the things that i enjoy doing as uh-huh. opposed to things that i'm just good at but i hate doing mm-hmm. um and yeah so i think that that's a big one. Um, and I think <sighs> beliefs and and kind of tweaking my worldview and that kind of stuff, I think those have moved forward. So you feel like in 2023, that's a lesson that you've learned and those are some of the, the ways that's kind of coming out. Yes. And things like tattoos, obviously. Things like tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's been a, a big one when I think of, I think that that is a, and this is kind of what you said, that this is a multi-year lesson. Yep. Um, it's one of those things that you don't learn uh, over the course of like a short period of time. Right. And I think, I, I love how you said, um, you never fully arrive at that. It's kind of like the tattoo you got this year, Evolve. Yeah. Right? There's constant growth. There's constant change. There's constant evolution of us as people into a constantly better version of ourself. Yes. And so when I heard you talk the other night about this as one of your lessons, 
one of the thoughts that I had um, was how, you know, thinking about like moving forward, it's like, I want to be more true to myself in 2024, even than I was in 2023. Like let that growth continue. Yep. And I think that, you know, I mean, tattoos, I think are kind of a, a, an outward um, expression Uh of that. Um, So I, I, I love the tattoos that I got. Um, I think they're, they're all meaningful, the three that I got this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like that to continue in 2024, more tattoos that, that mean something to me and um, push me forward into who I'm meant to be. And not necessarily just tattoos. Exactly. I've been thinking piercings and that kind of stuff too, that I, you know, things that I've just kind of always wanted and um, have never really gotten. So, Yeah. Well, I think it's that shedding off of the who you're supposed to be or who you should be. The image that I was given. And the putting on of who you really are. Yeah. Okay, I love that. What a great lesson to have continued to learn. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, my first one um, is just, and a lot of mine, and we even talked about this the other night, a lot of mine come out of the situation with mom this year. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, that is a... That was a very overarching It's a life-altering thing. kind yep. of thing to go mm-hmm. through. It, and I think that as with any traumatic or pain or heavy thing you go through, it has the opportunity to break you or grow you, mm-hmm. right? I know people who have gone through um, serious illness and death and sickness and all that kind of stuff, and it kind of ruins them, right? Right? It's like it's just we you never come back from that. Uh, but I also know people who have who have used that as a opportunity for growth. And I'm really trying to have that mindset. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things for me is um, just to be intentional and prioritize time with the people that you really, really love the most. Yep. Uh, you and I historically have been very busy people. Um, yeah. We have lots of side hustles. We have <laughs> obviously full-time jobs. We've had a very busy kind of social schedule. Uh, with friends and with church and with life and with just all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we typically have not had a lot of space or margin in our life. Right. And what I have realized um, is that what that has caused is that has caused uh, people that I care about to drift farther and farther. It's caused me to stay less connected to them. It's caused me to just not have time for the things and people that I really do love the most and value yeah. the most. Uh, and in kind of what made me think about this was, you know, my mom and I have had a great relationship. I mean, pretty much forever. Yep. Um, really good friends. And we talked a lot. But I did realize that while I never would have had regrets if things wouldn't have gone uh, well with mom's chemo and all that kind of stuff. If mom would have passed, I wouldn't have had regrets about where we were at. I would have had regrets that I didn't connect with her more often. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that I, I wasn't as intentional about time with her. I love that I talk to her most days now. Yeah. You know, and and it's made me think about other relationships in my life and how um, even with friends that we've seen recently and it's like, man, I... I wish I wasn't so busy that I didn't have time for you. Yeah. Like, I, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that, like, obligation and the busyness of life has crowded out 
um, like the things that really matter. Relationship. Relationship. Yeah. And even like hobbies and just other things that just we fill our calendar so much. And I just think that sometimes the really beautiful things in life happen when there's margin, mm -hmm. like when there's space for them to happen. But we keep our calendar so full and our page so full that there's not the margin for those things to happen. And so for me, I want to be more intentional and prioritize those things and those people um, because that's the lesson that I learned this year is that uh, how important that is. Yeah. 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 I don't know if you can see our calendar. I'm looking at our December 2023 calendar. Can you read that? Like the quote up top? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So I'm just going to read it for y'all because you obviously can't see it. it so says, just so you guys know, we have a, uh, so in our studio, uh, we have a whiteboard in front of us, a TV screen in front of us, and then we have a calendar in front of us. Now, here's the thing. I don't know why we even have that calendar there. I don't either, um, except that I feel like every month it's been like, oh. It's a good saying. It's a good, like, reminder. I have not read the quote that's on this month, even though I probably turned it. Uh-huh. I, I think I read it, like, when, like, at the beginning of December, but it didn't click. What's and it I, say? So it says, life is short. Sorry, the ring light's kind of in the way. Um, life is short, you are worthy, and it is entirely possible to flourish in the driest of seasons, growing boldly. I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that like even taking that quote, I would like to flourish when it comes to um, like key relationships. I would like to, we say this a lot. We've said it on our blogs that everything you say yes to means you say no to something else. Yep. And most of us go through life and we say yes to the wrong things. And say we say yes to the busyness and the and then we say no the to the stuff that just doesn't matter. And we say no to people and relationships and ourself. Mm -hmm. And in 2024, um, I, I think that the lesson I've learned in 2023 is that I have been saying yes to too many wrong things. Mm -hmm. And they're um, not bad. That's, no, that's, and that's the thing is they're not bad things. They're just the wrong things to yes. be focusing so much of your time and attention on. Yeah, I want to be, I want to succeed in the things that really matter. Yeah. And I think too often I put my time and my energy in the things that just don't matter as much. Yeah. And that's a lesson that 2023 has taught me. Um, and so, yeah, it's my first one. All right. My second one, mm -hmm. moving on, is that boundaries are hard. What? Um, but they're necessary. And I... I think that we have seen this in many of our relationships this year. Mm-hmm. Um, that, ugh, man, they're hard to they're hard to put up. They're hard to maintain. Um, but they're worth it for your mental health. Yeah. And and physical health. Honestly, I I know that when I'm mentally unhealthy, I'm also physically unhealthy. And I think some of the hardest. Some of the hardest boundaries are the ones that are the most necessary. Yeah. It's like the easy boundaries. It's not that they're not necessary, but like those hard ones. Oh, man. They're, yeah, they're real hard to put up and they're hard to maintain. And, um, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't like them. <laughs> um, I'm not naturally a boundary putter upper. Uh-huh. I'm more of an all in or all out kind of person. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but um, yeah, I, I have one of the lessons I learned this year is that they are necessary for my health and, and our health. Yeah. And I think, I think the boundaries are, you just talked about you being an all in or all out person. Mm -hmm. Boundaries, um, 
you would rather let give people you'd rather give a very few people that you trust completely a lot of access a few very very close friends confidants all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and like no associates correct because you so struggle we talk about this a lot mm-hmm. you struggle with like surface relationships you struggle with just like meaningless conversation i do i hate small talk and i and it's hard when um that's really all a relationship is worthy of well and <laughs> what's hard is with a boundary sometimes a boundary is a person who if things were healthy should be very close to you mm-hmm. right things should be healthy things should be great they should have access all of that kind of stuff like full relationship but a boundary might say um actually all you get of me is like surface all you get is small talk because you've not proven that you can have full access in a healthy way right and that's hard for you because you'd almost rather not have a relationship right than have small talk and that's what I, that's what i mean by like an all in or all out like i would rather have just these feet, this handful of people that i trust implicitly and then literally nobody else in my life that gets any access at all than to have just some relationship here and some here and like it's ugh, i hate it <laughs> are you struggling with and i feel like we talked about this in a recent podcast um the idea of because of your personality in INFJ, right? Yep. Um, when you put up a boundary, um, are you still in the process of learning? What does it mean to start to take down that boundary? What is it? Because a boundary is not necessarily a wall. A boundary could be removed if a person person shows change, if right. there's health, if there's adjustment. Right. How are you doing with that? Um, still learning for sure. Like I, it's. It's very hard for me. The boundary in general is a difficult concept for me to grasp. Yeah. Um, And then the fact that this boundary can move forward or backwards as needed is just like. (sighs) It's not a permanent wall. No. Yeah. Right. Like I would be much better with a permanent wall. And I it's it's hard. Like I, I have a really hard time wrapping my brain and emotions around this kind of moving boundary. But I think that you, and I've seen you learn this lesson in 2023, um, but I've also seen the benefit you get from it. Like I've seen how that has uh, impacted you for the positive when you put boundaries in place. Yeah. And when I actually maintained them. Yeah. And so it's like, what a, what a good lesson. And here's the thing. This is one of those lessons for all of us, by the way, <laughs> that... If we learn to do it right now, it benefits us the rest of our life. Yeah. Because that's the thing is that there's never a point in time when it's like, oh, whew, I'm finally past that boundaries thing. <laughs> Don't need those anymore. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> it's like I got my degree and that's so now I can move on and never think about it again. Right. No, it's like as long as we are in relationship with people, which we'll get to in my next thing, mm-hmm. will be forever, um, we need boundaries. Right. Yeah. What an important lesson. What an important lesson. And it's so hard. It sucks. It, yeah. It's not something that I enjoy. It's not something that I'm glad about. Um, I wish that there was never any need for boundaries with people. Uh-huh. But there are. But there are. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is like, we, I wish there wasn't. Right. But there is. But there is. So, so I'm not... learning. And you're doing a hell of a job. I am. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> I mean. I feel like I'm just failing. I think that that's part of learning, though. <laughs> right. I mean, to be honest with you, like, I don't know, I don't know anybody in all of my years of work or anything like this. Um, 
I don't know anybody who's just day one been like, ah, oh, I'm killing it with boundaries. <laughs> and I haven't failed once. Right. You know, it's it's so awkward because we don't want it to be that way. And I don't think that that's, I mean, I think me with my personality and the way that I'm made, like it's maybe harder for me than other people. For but sure. I don't think that anybody like, and we'll touch on this in a little bit, but like, I don't think anybody's made for boundaries. Um, I don't, I don't think that anybody is hardwired for like knowing how to maneuver around relationships where you have limited access. Because in a perfect world, like if you, you know, back to our, like our worldview, our beliefs, Mm -hmm. um, like pre fall in the garden of Eden, Mm -hmm. we were made for perfect, full access relationship with each other. Right. Right. Where boundaries weren't needed. But all of a sudden, like, that apple gets eaten, mm-hmm. and what happens? They put up boundaries. They cover themselves with fig mm-hmm. leaves, right? They try to hide. They, like, they create this boundary between them and God when we were designed for full access and full relationship. Right. And we've been needing boundaries ever since. Right. Because there's, like, because we have screw up. <laughs> right. and, and here's the thing. I've actually been trying to remind myself of this lately. Um. And we all love talking about boundaries as long as we're the ones setting them. Right. When you're on the other side of that boundary, it sucks. sucks, Right. And it's it's confusing sometimes if you don't know why or how or when or, you know. Yep. Why is this boundary there? I mean, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But have grace because what would I want? What response would I want from somebody I was putting a boundary up with? Yep. I should try to make that my response when a boundary is put up with me. Right. Yeah. You know? So... All right. So my next thing. Your next thing. Um, and this is the importance of community. And this is this is the, a lesson that I've learned um, kind of on two fronts. Mm-hmm. And I'll start with the mom front. Um, you know, mom lives in Colorado, as most of you know. Halfway between Alaska, where I live and where you live, and Florida, where my brother and his wife live. Here's the thing. That's an awesome location when everybody's healthy. It's halfway between us. That's great. We can meet in the middle. It's perfect. That location sucks when your mom gets sick. Mm-hmm. You're a long ways away. For both of you. For both of us. Yep. And like, I hated that. But what I saw happen was I saw this community that my mom has absolutely rush in when she got sick. Yeah. I mean, people asking, what can we do? How can we help? Is it meals? Is it rides? Is it like just coming by and cleaning? Is it like, what is it? And I saw this community that my mom has built in not a long time, living right. where she lives, really rush in and be a huge support when life got hard. And I think that that's the test of true like community is people that run into the rubble, people that run into the fire. When things fall apart, true friends run in. Yeah. You know, you can always tell, like, when the rubble comes, look who runs in and look who runs away. Yeah. Those people that run in. Or stands on the outside. Or stands on the and outside. And, that's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Friends run in. Yeah. Um, And I, I watched that happen with mom. And the peace that gave me, and I know the peace that gave my brother, knowing that my mom had a community of people mm-hmm. who were there to care for her and love her when we are thousands of miles away, was an unbelievable relief to us. Yeah. Um, and then and still on, is, oh my gosh, right. and still is. Yeah. Um, the other front of that is, you know, you and I have been 
unbelievably fortunate yeah. over the whole course of our marriage to have uh, really an unbelievable close-knit group of friends. Um, we have had, I mean, our entire marriage yeah friends that have been with us yeah i think that we we started like a small group with our church of other young marrieds when we were two or three weeks into being married and some of those couples are still like very core friends to us this day yeah and we have been just i don't know i feel like one of the things that we have been really richest in has been relationships yeah and we've never taken that for granted that's always that's an amazing thing to be able to say Mm -hmm. however over the last few years that has been changing not in losing of friends but in uh life changes friends moving out of state friends no longer being together Fred just like lots of changes happening mm-hmm. and one of the things that can happen and has happened is that when your group of friends change a couple thoughts happen number one there's this thought that i've had that it's like I don't want it to change. Yeah. <laughs> it's good how it is. <laughs> like, why? I, I, right. I, I loved it. I don't I don't want things to be different. This mm-hmm. was wonderful. Um, and then there's also like, well, I don't want to put in the effort to make new friends. <laughs> it's like, I'm in my 40s. Can I just be alone until I die? Like, I'm almost, <laughs> I'm almost in the grave as it is. Come on, you guys. Like, um, but I just go back to this importance of community Mm -hmm. and we've talked a lot about this on the podcast how um like we were made we were designed for community we weren't designed to be like like individual lone rangers by ourselves. we were designed to know others and to be known by others and so one of the lessons i think in this year for me is yes the importance it's funny i just got a text from my mom um the, (laughs) the importance of community but then when your community changes, the importance of putting in the work to rebuild community. Yeah. And that's one of the places I think we're at is that we still have a great group of friends. It just looks different now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even going back to my first thing, I want to be intentional this year to make time for those people. Right. Um, you know, I just, gosh, we, we had friends or we had lunch with some friends uh, while we were in Seattle that uh, we, we haven't seen in far too long. And to be honest with you, haven't talked to in far too long. Right. And there's just been so much going on in both of our lives that I, I left that lunch feeling two things. I was I was so thankful to, to see them and to hug them. And my gosh, it just like even seeing their faces in person just absolutely filled me up. Yeah. But then I also left with the sadness that, man, I haven't I haven't made the time that I need to for this relationship. Right. You know, and so I, I want to be better about that, um, about valuing community and being intentional about building that. Yeah, same. So that's my, that's my other lesson this year. Just the importance of that. Um, yeah, just and, because it looks different doesn't mean it is any less valuable. And I think even seeing, you know, I I have this this thought about you know we don't have kids, so it's like, well, who takes care of you when you're older? Right. right. And a lot of people have asked that, like, oh, you guys don't have kids. Like, what's your what's your plan for the end of life? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like, I will figure that out. Um, <laughs> but one of the things I've seen with my mom is that, oh, that's where community steps in. Right. You yeah. know, that's that's where that's where community steps in, because when when she got sick, boy, did those people run in like they yeah. were they ran into the rubble. They didn't sit by the sidelines. They didn't run away. Uh, they ran in. And 
that's the kind of community we have had and that's the kind of community I want to be intentional that we still have. Yep. All right. The last one is kind of a, a bit of a shared one, Sherry. Yeah. What's that? Um, and I think that it's something, it's a lesson that we have learned over and over and over. And it's it's a lesson that we just keep forgetting. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get a little bit comfortable and then we panic when things change. Um, and, and this lesson is that there really is something better on the other side of it's, whatever bad thing you're going through. It sounds so cliche. It does. I mean, it sounds... Well, and not cliche, but also, like, duh, obviously. Um, I know. All things are going to work out. I, I know, get but it. it's it's really hard to remember that when you're in the middle of hard things that, you know, I don't know. So, it, again, like, this is a lesson that we have learned hundreds of times over the course of our marriage. Um, but things always do work out, and they work out better Um we, we always end up in a better place than we were. And even at the time, you know, when it's just like, oh, this is bad and um, it's not going to get better, it does. And um, so really, like, for me, um, you know, my my biggest thing that pushed me toward this, I think, this lesson is my job yep. this year. Um, and, you know, I was I was in a job for 15 years that I enjoyed. I loved the people that I worked with. And when that went away, I, you know, there was this fine, well, I'm just going to get a job that I hate. And this is just, you know, for the next 20 years, this is just my life. Yeah. Cause you, in, in a lot of ways, we felt very fortunate. It's like, holy cow, for 15 years, you had like a pretty sweet gig. Right. And I, and, you know, and, like you know I, I don't know you can find a job that's a job that's a job it doesn't matter but like this job I was good at and I like I said I loved the people that I worked with and that for me is really hard to duplicate totally. and that was my biggest fear is like well I'm just going to get a job but and, and you know it might be a job that I'm good at and that I enjoy doing but I'm not going to be able to have those kinds of relationships with the people I work with like that's a once in a million kind of thing like it's not going to happen yeah your belief when you when everything went down at the last job um was really was that well whatever I get next will be a step backwards I'm settling for whatever I just need a paycheck yeah and um <laughs> It, it that's not what happened. I I mean I love the job that I'm in. I love the people that I work with, and um, and I didn't lose the relationship with really the one person that I really loved working with at my previous job. Yeah. Um, she and I are still very close, and I and I I love that. Like our you know again going back to like our relationship looks different because we're not working together every day. But that just means that we're just more intentional about seeing each other and communicating more. And I, uh, I, like, I'm so thankful that I didn't lose that relationship and I got a job that I'm really good at and that I love the people I work with. Yeah, you are in. And I don't think either of us, we didn't necessarily think it was possible you ended up in a better position than you were in. Like right. this is a this is a better like from every 
standpoint, right. it is better. Right. Which is insane. Which I, I would not have known. Even when I applied for this job, I was just like, it's a job. I'm just going to, it's, it's a job for mm-hmm. a company that I think I'm going to like working for. Um, but like, it's been so much better than I imagined. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just thankful for that. And I, uh, again, like, it's just, it's so cliche, but it's like, I, it was, it's better on the other side. And I, I didn't think that. I never think that when I'm in the middle of whatever hardship I'm going through. It's always just like, well, let's just muddle through and survive, you know? You know why I think we don't think that is that, like, I think even though the Bible verse, like, all things work together for the good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes when you're in the middle of, like, a shitstorm and somebody, like, says that to you, you're just like, shut up. It's like... It's not better now. I don't want to hear it. So that's what I was just going to say, is that the reality is that sometimes in the middle of it, um, people throw those, like, sayings around as those things around. Mm-hmm. The problem is that, yeah, but it's not better yet. Right. It's not better now. Right. Um, which but doesn't help. Which doesn't help. Yes, it will be. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that this year. Again, your job for sure, the biggest reminder of that. Right. Because I was... Oh my gosh. I... There are so many times like that things happen at your new job and I'm just like, holy crap, like <laughs> this is literally perfect. Right. You know, like yeah. th- I, I can't believe that somehow through a really hard situation, you ended up w- in such a better p- place. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. Right. But in the middle of it, it wasn't better. In the middle of it, it wasn't better and it was it was hard and it was – there was – there was some panic and there was some um, unbelief that it was going to get better. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is, I think that that is one of those lessons that you learn a thousand times through life and you forget a thousand times through life. (laughs) Right. Um, Because every time something bad happens or something hard happens, it's easy to look at the current reality Mm-hmm. The yeah, but right. the yeah, but it's not better now. And I just want to say, I actually think that that is a very valid feeling and emotion. Right. Because in the moment, it's not better. Right. And so all of those other feelings of panic, of fear, of concern, of all that, like, I think that's valid stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think the key is to not let it sink you. And that's the thing I love is you don't let it sink you. Right. And now you got. <laughs> free as many free cruises as you want free cruises <laughs> are you kidding me like how does that happen how in the world does that happen and people that i love working with that's what i mean and like people it's not that... just the job itself and the benefits although those are great but it's the people that i work with i can genuinely say you've been there what probably almost 10 months now mm-hmm. nine ten months um in your 10 months at your job i have not heard one time you ever say anything negative or bad about a single person you work with? Because I don't have anything negative or bad. No, that's what I mean. Like... But but Sherry, that's like <laughs> that's crazy. Right. Like like that's crazy to be able to say. I know. I love that. I do too. But earlier this year, boy, we were sure panicking. Right. Eleven months ago, I was it, I was I was panicking. Golly. And I was just ready to just settle for whatever job and just make it through. And I think that that's really healthy. That. Because looking back on these lessons, whether it's that reminder that, you know, even when bad happens, like things really will work out. 
Um, they might not work out immediately. They mm-hmm. might not always work out the way that this one did, but... Or the way you think that it should. Yeah, or the way you think that it should. Mm-hmm. Um, or whether it's like the change in community or whether it is uh, the need to be less busy and more intentional. Like all of those lessons that we learned this year, I think that that helps us. Like we were saying, looking forward, like we could come up with the list of resolutions. You know what I mean? Like here's mm-hmm. here's the 15 things. But I think for me, I just... I want those seeds that were planted in 2023 just to keep growing. Yeah. Like there were a lot of good things that happened. There were a lot of good things that we've learned, even in a hard year. And I want more of the good stuff. Right. And I think that those are going to be better and healthier than like a resolution that's going to fall apart on January 4th. Like Mm I, (laughs) you know, I think that it's like, I think looking back at lessons you've learned and wanting to continue to, to grow those um is much healthier because the reality is is that if we had no resolutions but at the end of a year from now when we're sitting down to record our lessons from 2024 podcast Mm -hmm. if we are able to say you know what this year um we continue to press more into who we are who we were meant to be we are more true versions of ourselves. uh that we got better at putting up boundaries and creating healthy, like, space for healthy relationships between others and ourselves. Um, that when hard things happened, we didn't default to panic, but we really did see that there's something better on the other side. That we were less busy, but more intentional. That we got to spend more time with people who really matter. More phone calls, more letters to grandparents, more, like, coffee dates with friends that we don't get to see. Um, that our community is stronger than it has been. If, if those are the things mm-hmm. that we get to say in a year from now, what a successful year. Right. Like those are the things in life to succeed in. Right. I agree. And I think that that's, I think that that's one of the, these thoughts that's been rattling around my head a bunch is just that I don't, I want to succeed in the things that really matter. And if I'm honest with myself and I sit down and I say, what are the things in life that really, really do matter? there's only a few (laughs) right you know like not many there's not many that really truly matter there's not yeah that's right if i could if i could pick three things and say you know i could because i think one of the things that i do and this goes back to a friend of mine who said that i'm an obsession looking for a compulsion (laughs) i tend to give myself i tend to give a little piece of myself to a lot of things um and i think and god i just sound old now i was gonna say as i'm getting older I'm just seeing the error in that way. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing, um, and again, even watching, you know, mom's situation, it shines a light on the things that really matter. And you realize, ah, I've spent a lot of time on things that I ultimately don't care about. Right. So yep. damn it. Let's spend time on things we do. Yeah. God. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, friends, here's what we want to know from you. What lessons did you learn this year? As you look yeah. back on 2023, what are some things that, that really have stood out to you? What are some lessons that you have learned that you're hoping to continue to grow uh, into the new year? And I'm just, gosh, I'm just even looking at that quote again. <laughs> Life is short. You are worthy and it is entirely possible to flourish in the driest of seasons growing boldly. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's so good. I want to get another one of those calendars that's just like these little inspirational quotes. It would be helpful though if I looked at it before the end of the month. Sure, sure. <laughs> maybe that maybe that would be my one resolution. 
Hey Adam, read <laughs> the calendar. Read the damn calendar. Hey Adam, read the damn calendar. <laughs> oh my god, we should make a Hey Adam, read the damn calendar calendar with just like important quotes throughout the year. You know what we should do is once a month do a podcast on whatever the quote is. Oh Sherry. Oh <laughs> Sherry. Dang, look at you. I know. That's a Coming really... Coming up with that ears. Oh, what an idea. You're the ideas lady. I know. Okay, so here's what we want you to do. Yes. We do want to know what your lessons are, and yep. here's how you do that. How do they do it, Sherry? <laughs> you're going to go to YouTube, and you're going to type in Leg Life Podcast. You're sure going to hit are. the subscribe button if you have not already. Yep. Uh, Which, um, as of today, 678 people have done that. Hey, yay. I know. Um, and then you're going to hit the little bell icon so that you know when we actually post. And... Then you're going to find this podcast and you're going to leave a... a it's called a comment. Comment. Yep, yep. there you I go. I was like, not message. Eight What's years the... on YouTube and you were getting... Still getting it, Sherry. It's called comments. <laughs> comment. You're going to leave a comment <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast. Now I'm joking. On the lessons that you have learned so that we can all share in them. And I also want to say one more thing. Uh, you don't even know this. Uh-oh. Um, no, not a... <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> Okay, now it would be again. Uh-oh. We're shutting down the podcast. <laughs> Last episode. See you, everybody. Bye. Um, no, I've made it easy because some people have said, where do I find the podcast? Like, where do I look for it? Where do I, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I've made it super easy. Leglifepodcast.com. Oh. If you go to leglifepodcast.com, that will take you right to a platform where you can listen to all the episodes right there. There's even links on there to um, Apple, to Amazon, to all the other places we are. So there you go. Look at you go. That's I was You're so smart. I was supposed to be sleeping last night. All right. And I did that. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> I love you. I was sleeping. Yeah, you were sleeping. <laughs> all right, friends. We love you so much. Um, happy new year. Yeah. I hope that whatever twenty twenty three was for you, whether it was um absolutely crappy or really, really wonderful or even somewhere in between, that uh twenty twenty four is a year of um better is, is a year of flourishing flourishing growing boldly Whew. boom I a mean, year of i feel like that needs to be another tattoo growing, growing boldly bo- grow boldly yeah mine could be grow baldly because i'm losing my hair <laughs> all right friends we love you we'll <laughs> see you on the next look life podcast bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs>